Hi, I'm Kate All, the host of the Empowered Agency Podcast. This is the podcast for service providers, VAs, and agency owners looking to create their ideal agency. Each season is broken down into 10 episodes, 15 minutes or less, every Sunday. This is season five, episode two. Why five-year strategic plans are not my thing. All right. So this topic came up recently in a coaching call I did with my agency master's students. This is a membership I have um, for those who have gone through my previous pro course. Now that I don't have the pro course, I will be opening up the master's program to those who have taken a workshop with me or a masterclass with me, at least one of them, so I can get to know them and then they can be allowed into the master's program. So if you're on my email list, you will hear more about that soon. One of our students asked, um, she said, I went to this presentation and this company that um, or organization that I have worked with had this five-year strategic plan up on the projector and it looked amazing. By the way, do we call it projectors anymore? <laughs> I think we still do. Um, those of you who are my age in their 40s will remember um, clear you know, film that you put on to whatever that thing was called. It had a name and then it would project. Anyway, I digress. So she said, I looked at this and I loved it so much. I want one of those. And so what I did was I started with my experience share. What has my experience been with five-year strategic plans and how I feel about them now? So the first thing I told her was one, every time we see something beautiful on the screen, that is broken down into color-coded plans and mapping, it's always going to speak to us, right? Because what we didn't see as a part of that beautiful presentation up there is the laboring, the questions, the pain that went into developing it. So of course, you know, putting something up on a screen and mapping it all out looks amazing. So I have always been somebody who is goal-oriented, but I've been very hesitant to set goals. And I have learned throughout my life that I actually break most everything out into goals. I am an achiever. I am a manager. I am efficient. I get to the end goal and I have high follow through. If you've not taken the Colby A index test, I highly recommend you do. It is where I learned that I am a high fact finder and I'm high follow through. I am low quick start. Most CEOs and visionaries are higher quick start. They have a lot of ideas. They go, go, go. They don't need a lot of facts. They just bust through, right? I know about myself that I find out a lot of facts and then I follow through and follow through for me is very important. So if I set an agenda to do something, chances are I complete it probably 99 times out of 100. So I have always, when I started this business, um, had vision for it. I've had goals for it. I've, I've wanted it to grow, right? But I could never really map out a five-year plan. Well, in 2019, 2018, 2019, somebody suggested to me, I read a book called Vivid Vision. And I listened to it. I didn't read it. And it was this guy, Cameron Heald, I believe his name is. He talked about people like Tes the, you know, the owner of Tesla and other big dreamers who are like mapping out their big plans and their big dreams for the future. And they didn't limit themselves. They didn't think of the how, they thought of the what. They said, this is what I want. And we're going to figure out the how along the way. So in five years, this is what I want. 
And the how will work itself out in a three-year, one-year, four-quarter plan, right? But don't limit yourself. Like, think big. Think scary. Go go bigger than your brain will imagine. Okay, number one, I'm a realist. And number two, um, I am glass half full. But I definitely temper that with making sure I don't fail or have disappointment. So already we're starting out at a disadvantage when it comes to this book, right? So I listen to the book. I get super excited about it. This is 2019. I go early, early 2019. I go to a um, like a WeWork place and he suggests doing pen and paper. Don't edit yourself and start to write it into categories. Like, what do you see for your business in five years? I don't push back at that by any means. I think that's a good thing. You want to see what you want at a certain frame of time. Well, I'll get into why I don't like the five year in a minute. Okay, so I'm sitting there. I write everything down. I'm like really into it. And I'm like, okay, these are my raw thoughts. And now I have to put these into like a beautiful PDF, right? And I present this later in the year to my team in November of 2019. Great timing, right? So I say in 2018, I present this in the fall of 2018. And I say like in 2023, Simple Pin Media is going to be a $5 million company. We're going to have like two offices. We're going to be serving most of the higher brands in the world. Yada, 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 yada. Like a down the list, right? I had it down to a T. There's two things that my five-year strategic plan did not take into consideration because it did not know. One was a pandemic. Two was a recession. So there already, my five-year plan is now broken. So when we got into 2019 and then into 2020, and we kept revisiting this vivid vision in this five-year plan and kept adjusting, what we learned as we were building this agency was one, it's really hard for a digital marketing agency that is based on another platform to truly project out that far. So I would say my first problem is, is I don't think you can go out that far with a a strategic plan as a digital marketing agency owner because you have too many variables, right? Sure, there's things you can think of like in five years, I'm going to sell my business and I'm going to begin the roadmap back from that into I'm going to get my face off the website. I'm going to start enlisting somebody else to do this podcast. I'm going to start doing these things that I think you can you can plan for. But as far as like sometimes hitting goals of what you want that agency to do, it's a little bit tougher because of the variables. I also think so for that reason, we decided we were like, oh, man, I don't think we can go farther out than three years. And that's when the next year we started to begin to read about entrepreneurial operating system, which is based on traction. And they do something called rocks. And they tell you to do a 10-year, a three-year, a one-year, and then a four-quarter. I like the rock method because you take what you want at the end of the year and you begin to plant the things that need to happen to get to that place. Okay. So let's deal first with the fact that mid-2020, probably 2021, I realize this vivid vision that I've created back in 2018 will not come to fruition. And it's not for anything we have done wrong. It's not for anything we have not tried to lead this path down. It's just simply we're struggling with growth. We're struggling with our team. We're struggling with 2020, COVID, like everything just comes together, right? 
So I have to throw it out and I have to really go with what do I want to see in a year? And then my year can allow me to focus. And so let me explain that more. I told you how I'm wired and motivated is with the Colby high follow through high fact finder. I am very motivated by roadmaps. So if I see at the end of something, I say, at the end of this year, I would like to be X or I would like the company to be transformed in X way. That might mean I want this much in an emergency fund. I would like to write a book. I would like to pursue LinkedIn because I know that and the emergency fund gives us the ability to get through our harder seasons financially. Writing the book allows me to open up speaking opportunities, which eventually leads to clients. And then I know pursuing LinkedIn is something I don't want to do, but I need to do. I'll talk about that later in this podcast season. It also leads to clients and connections, speaking and networking. That all leads to growth. So if I look at those things at the end of the year, I can then back up and break them into quarters, which that begins to create my roadmap. I also know this is a very true, I'm a mom, like I'm a mom and a wife. I have three and a half children. (laughs) I have a 17-year-old, a 16-year-old, a 13-year-old, and I have a bonus eight-year-old part-time. That is a lot of things to juggle in people in lots of different seasons, which means my time has a pull on it. My brain has a pull on it. And so if I set these really lofty, vivid vision goals of I want to have a $5 million company and there's all these things that come up along the way that might derail those things besides a pandemic or, you know, a recession, but things like my son being hospitalized or discouragement with team members leaving, team members leaving, laying off staff. These things are discouraging things that don't move me forward towards a five-year goal. In fact, they make me want to light the five-year goal on fire. (laughs) Just being honest there. So I've reframed it and I've said, I now work off a rocks model and a transformation worksheet. And I say, at the end of the year, what do I want to be able to say I did well and I accomplished? Because I accomplish things every single day. Again, I'm an Enneagram 3. I look at a to-do list like it's my you know mission in life to crush it. I don't know if you guys have seen that Instagram meme that goes around about how people look at like TSA pre-check or TSA. They're like, I want to crush this to where the TSA person is like, great job, high five. You are crushed TSA. I have TSA pre-check now and there is nothing more aggravating to me than not being able to get through that in 10 minutes or less. Five minutes we're winning. Again, I'm, I digress from all of that. So I'm highly motivated. It's, that's not the problem. It's I can do too much and not focus on what I need to focus on. So this transformation worksheet, um, I was given it Um, by an entrepreneur's organization. And it says, at the end of the year, what do you want to say you transformed? And so for me, I looked at this year and I did it last year. And last year for me personally was stronger. I really didn't have a word there for business, but strong, strong was my word last year. Stronger is my word personally this year, meaning I'm going to lift heavier weights. I'm going to do things to learn more about what my body can do and what it can't do. That's a personal transformation. In business, it's leads. 
I want to, at the end of the year, say that I increased my network, I increased my possibility for leads, and every single day I ask the question, what did I do to get a lead today? That can be sending people a DM, that can be reaching out to them on the phone, that can be connecting with them. That can be a lot of different things, and I've begun tracking them. So then I back up into the quarter and I say, okay, what do I do quarter by quarter to accomplish the goal of leads? One of them this month is LinkedIn. I am going to love LinkedIn if it kills me. (laughs) And you know what? I do. So I created a schedule for me on LinkedIn and I watched it and I observed it and I know what I do Monday through Friday, even on the weekends. I am spending time falling in love with that platform. That means I have to give up other things. We're going to talk about that later in the season. Then I'm going to say, what's my KPI in that in that quarter for LinkedIn? My KPI is, did you create a schedule? Did you follow through on that schedule? And did you end up booking meetings from that? Because it's new, I can't benchmark it. I can't say it's 10, 20, 30, 40. I don't know what it is. Then the other thing might be, I'm going to really get smart about our cash flow. Because I want to make sure that by the end of the year as well, SimplePin is financially healthy. So I'm going to begin to back up and say, what can I do to really get honest with the numbers? Look at our cash flow spreadsheet every month, make decisions, make adjustments, and go forward with that. So at the end of the year, we have a net profit of XYZ. So I'm not saying I reject financial goals. I don't at all. But I take into consideration what the obstacles are along the way. So here's how, here's why I'm telling you all of this. And here's what I told our student. I said, I want you to think as an agency owner, less about five-year, more about maybe a three-year and even a one-year. And if I had to break it down to something that feels very manageable, I would say this. In one year, at the end of 2023, what do you want to say you did well? If you had one thing, because I think that's another trap is I can add 17 things to my goals list and think I can do them all. And chances are, I'll make a pretty good stab at it, right? But what's the one thing? If it leads for me is that one thing, then all roads lead lead to leads. <laughs> anyway, um, what's the one thing for you that you can hang your hat on and say, I did this well, and because I did it well, all roads led to increased income or increased team morale or increased networking or opportunities. And then back up from there into those quarters and say, if it's this one thing, what are two things I can do every single quarter to accomplish that? And here's where you need to catch yourself. A task is done in two to five hours. That is not a rock. That is something that's just a task. Your rock is a big thing that you are constantly working on. Like Think of it like you're literally pushing it down the street one by one by one by one, and you're building on it. That's a rock. It's tough. It's hard. It's top of mind. I would love to hear how you strategic plan. Now, some people, they are rock stars at this and they will crush it in a Canva template like there is nobody's business and they will look at amazing. I don't have that. Mine is written in pen. My favorite, is it Tull? T-U-L pen? I don't know. It's amazing. I have it in that on a piece of paper in a clipboard. That's it. And I look at it. I did that all last year. I had an example of mine was emergency fund. Every single month, I had to move X number of dollars into an emergency fund first of the month. Check. I did it. 
until I reached a certain point. I am so thankful I did that. (laughs) Had I not done that, it would have been very hard to get through the last half of 2022. Okay, a little soapboxy here, but I want to say this for those of you that see and hear about strategic plans and you feel like there's something wrong with you, that you feel like you push back against it or you get the the pit in your stomach and you're like, I I don't want to do it. I don't know how to do it. I feel frustrated with it. It just doesn't feel like it fits me. That's okay. And I think every single person has to connect with how they make plans for their business. It has to fit you. It's why sometimes we might hire a coach and we become completely frustrated and disillusioned that we've wasted money because their method didn't fit our method. You're not broken. It's just that your brain works differently than some other people and you have to get it to where it clicks for you. That's what I want for your agency is that when you sit down to think about your year, Whatever it is you do to plan, it clicks. You own it. You look at it. You see it. You plan it. You go, I know where I'm going. This is my true north. And of course, there's going to be times where you have to pivot. I think that's the the interesting nuances about a digital marketing agency is you're, you're pivoting based on either client needs or platform needs or industry needs. There's a lot of different things. But I definitely want you to sit with that and say, I know how to strategic plan to where it makes sense and I believe it and I feel it and I own it and I hold whatever it is and I go, this is what I want at the end of the year. All righty. I would love to hear from you. You can email me hello at kateall.com. You can get on my email list, kateall.com slash subscribe. I send out emails every Sunday. And those are just really updates. You should subscribe to the podcast too so that you get updates for when the podcast goes live. And yeah, I feel like I just am really excited to share more about my journey with you and what I'm learning nine years in. um, I'm by no means a veteran in this industry, but I can tell you that I've learned a lot about these pieces that are hard and are good and also how to be, how to work better and not second guess myself. I think I spent a lot of years second guessing and thinking there was something wrong with me until I finally stood back and went, there's nothing wrong with me. These people just plan differently than me. And maybe they're really loud and people can hear them and people love them and they have flashy Instagrams and, you know, people get success with that. I'm not throwing shade on that, but I'm talking to a person who feels like something doesn't fit for you and you need another method. I'm here to tell you that that's okay. And you'll find your method. You'll find what works for you. And if for right now you don't have something, maybe it's the one thing. What's the one thing at the end of the year? That's it. And I want you to be able to throw a freaking party at the end of the year because you did it, right? I would also love if you take a moment now that you're done listening to this podcast and share with a friend who is a VA, an agency owner, a service provider, Anybody that really wants to rock it with their agency this year and get it to the place that they want it to be. I'd love for them to listen, to be inspired, to continue to grow. And of course, if you have a few extra minutes, I'd love for you to leave a review as well. Letting all the people in the Apple podcast world, Spotify, you just hit the five star. Letting more people know how they can, um, you know, get in touch with me because I think community is awesome and people are awesome. And I love sharing all of this wisdom with you. All righty. Thanks so much for listening. Oh, 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 oh,